Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a very special guest who happens to be my really good friend, Brittany Stefanik. Say hi, Brittany. Hey, Lizzie. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, it's so good to have you here. So Brittany is a certified whole family sleep consultant. She's the founder of The Sleeper Teachers, and they have a really cute website and awesome blog. If you guys have a baby with sleep issues, or if you just want to get educated on how you can get more sleep, I love her blog. Um, so yeah, they are a sleep consulting agency. And tell me, Brittany, how many girls or fellow mamas do you have working for you now? So I have three consultants uh, who are certified and currently seeing clients. And then I have two more that I'm in the process of mentoring right now. So oh upwards gosh. of six. You are so cool. Dream job. Love it. She works with the funnest moms. So love it. Okay. If you guys, again, if you have babies with sleep issues, you're going to love this episode. So Brittany and I got to know each other at a business retreat at the end of last year. And I was looking for a way to better serve my moms and, um, ended up chatting with Brittany. We were on a hike in, where, where was it? It was in, um, Palm Springs. Yeah. It was so fun. And, um, she and I were just chatting and she serves moms as well. Right. And she does Voxer coaching. She supports her clients through Voxer and that's what I do now too. So it was so fun to, um, come to have that in common and support each other and just be buddies in business. It's awesome. So I was going to have Brittany share a little bit of her postpartum experience and struggles as a context to the sleep consulting she now does and, and the advice she's going to share with you guys here today. So Brittany, do you want to just kind of share with all of us your experience of postpartum depression and how sleep training and sleep information came in handy and all of that. Yeah, definitely. So, um, my son is now three and a half. Uh, but the summer that, uh, we had him, we ended up three, just over three weeks in the NICU. Um, and I actually delivered in Salt Lake city, which is almost four hours from where we live. Yeah. And which um, had so- an earthquake today. <laughs> I know. I know. So crazy. crazy. Um, so, I was in the NICU with my son. I was staying at the Ronald McDonald house. My husband was commuting back and forth to work. And even though my son was born at term, we still had some health issues to contend with. And I would say that really things originated with my postpartum anxiety and depression, both uh, during that NICU stay. Mm, Um, Yeah. And, you know, it was just one of those. And Lizzie, I'm sure you help mamas through this often, but things just didn't go the way I thought they were going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the NICU was un- unexpected. Our nursing mm-hmm. struggles were like enough to send me over the edge. And <laughs> then my husband commuting back and forth. It just, none of it was what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Which you're in good company. I, I know so many mamas who feel that way. I even made a podcast episode on it. Um, but yeah, it, it's totally can be an opportunity to rework our frames of thought for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And had I known then what I know now about coaching, I think I would have, you know, experienced that period of time a little bit differently, but hindsight, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
That's why I'm here. Um, Don't worry. That's why I'm going to help all the mamas not have to have that happen by themselves. Exactly. So it was actually, um, my son's pediatrician. We went in for one of his weight checks. He, he had been, um, you know, diagnosed or whatever it is, failure to thrive. So we were doing frequent weight checks Mm. and we went in and, you know, she had me fill out that little form. How am I doing? Terrible. How do I feel? (laughs) Not good. How's my connection with my baby? Like, non-existent, all of those things. I want to rip this form up right now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like take your clipboard back. I'm not okay. Um, and so, um, she was able to connect me, you know, with a general care practitioner here who helped me with medication and things like that, because all of my docs were in Salt Lake and, you know, medicine by commuting, as we know in today's, uh, experience is kind of different. So anyway, um, she said to me, and she knew my background as an educator and a science teacher specifically. And, and Dr. McInturf looked at me and she said, Brittany, do you feel like this would be different if you were sleeping? <laughs> and I'm sure my jaw dropped and she helped me pick it up. And I said, <laughs> Dr. McInturf, like, yeah, of course it would. Like uh, exhaustion doesn't help the situation at all. And she's like, guess what? You can teach them how to sleep. And that statement blew my mind and it changed my life completely. Like it's a skill. You got to teach it. It's a skill. Yeah. You got to teach it. I think so many of us postpartum moms are like, like, I just don't know if he doesn't, if he doesn't sleep, then I just have to live through this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I had never heard it explained that way. Yeah. And of course, so my, now I'm like, oh my gosh, I have something to focus on. This is amazing. So I went home. My husband would tell you laughing through this that I downloaded 15 ebooks on my Kindle. I think it was actually only 13, but he likes to exaggerate. So, but it was like something like 13 books. And I read a lot about infant sleep because it was the, the first time since being a mom that I felt like something was in my control. Mm, yeah. That's so powerful. And that, yeah, it, I, it really was. I think that's my ultimate. I mean, I think that's ultimately where, when we make change, whether if it, whether it's with coaching for our mental health or sleep habits with our baby is when we believe that we can be in control, that we can take responsibility and that change is possible. We have those, like those have to be thoughts that we have or something like those thoughts before anything really does change before we change our situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I was encouraged, you know, by my conversation with the pediatrician, went home, felt empowered and felt, you know, that I had that belief in the possibility that this could get better and read the books, tried the things, started seeing sleep progress with him quite, quite quickly, Mm -hmm. like kind of mind blowingly quickly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, a combination of the right medication and getting some support for myself and then also getting sleep as a family because my husband was tired too. (laughs) So Lincoln, Lincoln was sleeping. I was sleeping. My husband was sleeping. And suddenly it was like, I saw our (laughs) rainbow. Like it was there. (laughs) The hope, right? No, I really do. Um, I wish all of my clients could have both of us working with them, like sleep and, Mm -hmm. and not just my clients, like anyone listening to this podcast. I, I, I think it's so fascinating how we do so much to prepare for that little baby. We've got the car seat and the burp cloths and the diapers and their nursery is completely made. And yet we are like 
barely hanging on. I mean, we have some nursing pads. Um, we have whatever the hospital gave us for ourselves, but, and then we don't even want to spend money on ourselves and getting us some help. And I speak from experience. I'm not calling out anybody. I'm talking about me. This is how I've been too. Um, and so what I love though, about Brittany and I both, and frankly, this podcast is like, there are no excuses because we love you. And it's like, we, we've got to help ourselves, um, because no one really, should be doing it for us, for us. Sometimes they do, right? Sometimes these amazing people do step in and help us just how we need to be helped, like our husbands or the mother-in-law or whoever. But ultimately if we're struggling and we don't like how it's going, like this, we got to get help. And that's what I know all of you podcast listeners are doing right now. You're here on the podcast. You're trying to get help. Love it. Absolutely. Okay, Brittany. So I thank you so much for sharing about your own personal struggle and being vulnerable with us. Um, I think a lot of podcasts, I was told a couple times this week how my podcast specifically on postpartum stuff is so different than most of them a lot. And I don't, I'm not here to down talk any other podcasts because I think all of them are needed and helping. Um, but the, it just drew my attention. Somebody told me you, I guess, whatever the people you bring on and how you do things here on the postpartum coach podcast is like getting people really through it, like tools, not just, Hey, let's all share our stories. So I, what I love about Brittany is she's going to share her story, but she's also going to be like, look, let's get some work done. Like let's help you get some sleep. So that's what we're going to do next is we are going to talk about, so it's coronavirus time. If you're listening in real time or any, any time near this future time, but, um, no matter when, no matter when you're listening, we're going to talk about some tips to help you sleep better and your whole family. So go ahead, Brittany, why don't you just be the expert? Tell us the things. Yeah, yeah. So I'm finding, especially in this current time with all of the current events, that the number one thing, so if you take anything away from this podcast episode, hear me here, mama, you've got to step away from your devices. You have to. I know you're sitting there and you're pumping or you're nursing or you're crying as you're listening. Maybe you're driving around in your car trying to get your kiddo to sleep for the first time today. But stepping away from the scrolling is so important for our sleep, especially right now. And there's two reasons for that. So the first, our devices are putting off a blue light that is super, super artificial and it's tricking our minds. There are scientific studies on this, but it's tricking our minds into thinking that it's always daytime. So if you're in bed at night, And you're thinking to yourself, like, the only way I'm going to get through tonight is to scroll on Instagram. I see you. I feel you. I've been there. But also know if you're going to, if you're going to continue to do that, please know that the light coming from your phone isn't going to help you sleep at all. In fact, it's going to do the opposite. Mm -hmm. So if you can find some time today to step away from the phone, I would prefer it to be some, you know, some point this evening, just because the artificial light is tricking our minds and our brains and our hormones. Mm. What? (laughs) Yeah. Preventing the production of our our sleep hormone, which is melatonin. Okay. So I'm, well, yeah, I was just going to have you explain it, but I think you were going to like, I'm like, okay, tell me about that. What I'm curious, like, what's that? Yeah. So the blue light is, is inhibiting the production of melatonin. Melatonin is our sleep hormone and we need it to be as high as possible in order to get a good night's sleep. And so when you're on devices, and I'm as guilty as anybody, so when we are on devices late at night, your your brain is producing cortisol and inhibiting melatonin. So your brain is telling you, there's no reason to sleep. It's still daytime. We're good. Like, right. keep going. Well, and I would, I would 
tag onto that, not just hormonally, but I'm noticing people's thoughts, like their anxiety, like the types of thoughts they're thinking are like fight or flight. I've got to figure, yeah, I've got to figure this problem out. I've got, you know, everything just seen, we just get that jittery. Like I can't sleep because my brain's going everywhere. So what you're saying, Brittany, is that these devices, like being on our devices is playing a role possibly by extension into our postpartum anxiety as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And our current event anxiety, which is yeah, that, that there's a lot help. going on right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a lot going on. Yes. So the, the light doesn't help anyway, even if we were reading all good things, <laughs> it doesn't help biologically. The second piece to this Lizzie is that the, because of what we're typically reading and what we're typically scrolling through when we're laying in bed or nursing our baby or trying to pump or whatever it is. None of this stuff is like super uplifting, right? right? It's all like a lot of fear, a lot of panic. Yeah. A lot of anxiety comes from what's being shared. Right. Yes. And most, most of it is with good intention. Most, but it <laughs> most of it, not all. And so then the content that we're absorbing is also producing cortisol, which is that fight or flight that you were describing. So we sort of have two things going on biologically. One is the light is preventing us from making the sleep hormone. And the other thing is the stuff we're consuming is elevating our stress hormone. Yeah, And those together are a bad combo. <laughs> you know, I'm going to share an experience. Just last night, I Literally the first thing I watch, I've not watched anything. I've, I've not watched any news networks on the coronavirus. I've just either checked the CDC or just listened to people I trust, um, and kind of gone with my intuition. But last night I did get on and it was, mm, it was, I hate to admit this guys, but it was like 11 o'clock at night mm-hmm. and I was kind of like overtired. And so I was just on my device, um, probably just not making good decisions should have gotten off a long time sooner. And I watched a TED talk, which was actually phenomenal. And I highly recommend it, but not at 11 at night. <laughs> and so <laughs> what was interesting, I'll, I'll post it in the show notes. It was on how coronavirus is our future, not this particular virus, but things like this. And not, it wasn't doomsday, actually. It was very informative. Um, so ho- hopefully that's not triggering to people. But um, so I actually woke up last night and couldn't go back to sleep. And that's so mm-hmm. rare for me. That's really rare for me. That hardly ever happens, but I was up so late and I, not only was I watching like on my devices late, but I was also looking at cortisol creating content. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. 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 So uh, maybe Brittany knows what she's talking about guys. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe just a little, just a little, (laughs) you don't build an amazing business from the ground up for nothing. Right. Don't we know it? That's awesome. Okay. So that's step number, that's number one. Yeah. Number one, biggest takeaway Give yourself space from the device for sure. Okay. Number two. What's um, that? Okay. So number two, and again, this is just super relevant because of where we are right now. And right. Um, you've got to move your body. You've got to move your body. And I'm not saying like, obviously, I'm not saying go to the gym, go to CrossFit. For most of us, that isn't an option right now. But I mean like while your baby's on tummy time, lay on the floor with them and just like sway from side to side or put on your favorite music and dance while you're unloading the dishwasher. It doesn't have to be like this heavy, sweating, heavy panting exercise. Mm-hmm. Just help yourself by getting off the couch, get those endorphins flowing. If you've seen Legally Blonde, you know that endorphins make you happy and happy people just don't kill their husband. They just that don't murder their husband. From Woods. 
They just don't. So, yeah, you know, I mean, the movement helps. And, and in terms of sleep, the movement helps because we want to keep our circadian clock in sync, meaning our biological brain telling us when is day and when is night. I've already told you that phones impact that, right? The blue light from our phones impact. The other thing that impacts that is when we're literally quarantined to our house and we're spending a lot of time on our couch because our bodies are used to moving. Our bodies are used to expending energy by doing things that require a lot more energy than sitting here watching Netflix. Mm -hmm. And so especially in this time, if you want to be tired enough to go to bed tonight, the couch is not the best option for the whole day. Okay. And I understand like yeah. postpartum, you're doing the best you can. And I, 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 I've literally been there. Mm-hmm. I haven't been there during quarantine, but I've been there during self-quarantine, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, but just move. And maybe it's, you're, you know, you have your baby wrapped and you're wearing them on you. And when you're vacuuming, you know, you take a couple spins around the vacuum a couple extra times, like yeah. just to move. Yeah. And preferably outside to get that vitamin yes, D and absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just say too, with my, those of you who are my clients, now, you know, that I know these steps and you know, these steps. And so we can work on these together. We can counsel together and figure out how we're going to help you do this. That's the fun part about having a coach is just the implementation of all the stuff we know we should be doing, but it's yes. hard to make ourselves do it. That's what coaching so great for. Okay. Yeah. So also I was going to say too, not just you guys getting sleep, right. But your kids, sometimes it's like, we're fine. We're sleeping great. And our kids just won't go to bed. And so mm-hmm. I like, make sure you're taking what Brittany's saying and applying it to your children, apply Absolutely. everything, making sure they're moving, they're getting off their devices in plenty of time before bedtime, that there's a good mix and flow and balance between movement and device, movement and device. So that takes me into just a little bit. Um, and you and I, Brittany, haven't exactly planned about talking about this. I just want to say one thing on structure, right. And routine, mm-hmm. because we're all at home and all of a sudden we're all homeschooling moms, which gratefully I figured that out about three and a half months ago, but it was not easy. And so I have a lot of, I literally, one of the things I was up last night worrying about or thinking about really was just my mom's like, how are they doing? So I would love if you guys would let me know on, on Instagram, like, what do you need help with right now? What are your needs? Um, mentally, emotionally can't help you socially. (laughs) Well, actually we can, there's a lot of virtual greatness, goodness in the world right now going on, but, um, please do get in touch with me and let me know what you need because I'm going to be doing podcasts these next few weeks to help us all through this coronavirus season and the, um, quarantine and everything and social distancing. And so if there's something that you're struggling with, if you would let me know, then I can make sure I bring on guests here to help. But, um, what, what was your next tip then? Brittany. So we've got management of screen use, making sure we're moving preferably outside. And this is for us and Mm -hmm. our kids. For sure. And with the outside, and I'll share another one, but with the outside, like today I'm in, we live in rural Nevada and Mm -hmm. I'm still here because, you know, social distancing. Hashtag Um, social distancing. (laughs) Yes. Flatten that curve. (laughs) Um, But it's snowing today. And I'll be completely honest that I ha- we haven't bundled up yet to go outside and, and we will this afternoon when my son's up from his rest. But mm-hmm. another way to get great sunlight is open the shades. Yeah. You would be amazed what it will do. So open the shades, you know, yeah. when you turn on your music or when you're, op- you know, unloading the dishwasher mm-hmm. and they can really help too, you know, with our kiddos, especially newborns, 
that natural sunlight that comes from our windows really helps them to help sort out what is day and what is night. So yeah. there's just a little, it's not always possible, you know, depending on where you live and what your restrictions are and what your weather's like. I know outside isn't possible all the time, but opening the blinds certainly is. Yeah. Now I'm going to just put a little note out for any of you who are just finding it hard to even survive right now. You're truly in the throes of postpartum depression or maybe anxiety or both or struggling. Also, you can let your husband know, you know, your partner or even your older kids, Hey, can you be in charge of making sure the blinds are all open? Yep. Um, you know, delegating, you can't do it all. You might be really low on energy. You might be just doing everything you can to get your own sleep and your baby sleeping. So make sure you're using the powers of delegation. And if you're not doing that, come get some coaching from me and I can help you. If you have a hard time asking for help, if you have a hard time delegating and really just taking care of yourself and your family right now, that doesn't have to be that way. And Brittany and I can both help you depending on what your needs are, whether it's more sleep focused or mental health focused. Love it. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Okay. So my, my third tip that I want to talk about is particularly important. If you have something in your sleep space that is triggering for you. So my tip, my tip is create a sanctuary where you want to sleep. So turn that bedroom into a place where you open that door to walk in and it just feels relaxing and soft. It feels yeah. inviting. It feels like a place where as soon as you open the door, the possibility of rest just whacks in the face. Mm. You open the door and you're like, <laughs> this is it. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's so fun. I actually um, have like a lamp that I love and it has really soft lighting. You know how some lamps you turn them on and they have one of those really white light bulbs in them and it's just like, mm-hmm. Ooh! but I love the soft yellow light bulbs and it kind of sprays a cool shadow around. It's anyway. And then I have like an essential oil magnolia. Yeah. That's my sleep oil. Like when I put magnolia on my temples and I'm like, I just tell myself my mind is soft, like a flower petal. And I'm like, oh. boom, I'm out. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So with the with the sanctuary, it can be things like that, like the oils or a certain light. Or um, I know for me, something that really makes my room feel great is if I have just like a couple flowers. Yeah. So if I have, you know, if things are in bloom, snip, snip out of the garden or Aww. otherwise, next time you send your hubby to the store, just grab like even like the little thing of carnations, mm-hmm. put most of them out in the living room, but just keep one or two and put it in a tiny little vase right by your bed. Cute. That can really help as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, but the other thing in terms of, you know, it doesn't always mean bringing things in. Sometimes it means getting things out of there. So fairly often for moms, we have this pile of clean laundry <laughs> I, I'm sure you're giggling. I'm like, I know where you're going with this, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> so that that pile, right, for us, it comes from the dryer and it used to go straight to our bed. And then I would walk in the bedroom, you know, to start my routine and do my thing before bedtime. And I'd take the clothes and I'd toss them on the floor. And then the next morning I'd get up and I'd throw them back on the bed after I made it because I had every intention of getting them put away. And then that game would go on and on for a couple days. Mm-hmm. And finally, it was like, you know what? This pile of clean clothes is making me feel like garbage mm-hmm. because 
it's triggering all these thoughts for me that like, I didn't do enough today or, you know, how come I can't put the laundry away? I must be incompetent or, you know, <laughs> must be. if I were a better mom, yeah. I would have gotten this put away. You know, it, it triggered a lot of thoughts. And yeah, so yeah. for me, removing the laundry from my bedroom, sometimes it stays in the dryer. Sometimes it actually gets put away and sometimes it goes into the guest room mm. <laughs> to be totally honest later, but I've removed it. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Like we'll get to that later, yeah. but getting it out of my sleep space allows me to feel like that space is my sanctuary. Mm, love that. Yeah. Like no to do staring you in the face. No, yeah. no. And, and certainly nothing that's going to make me feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and for obviously it's different for everybody. Sometimes, especially in this season of social distancing and working from home, like your computer, ideally your laptop also isn't in your bedroom Yeah, because that's a really tough boundary with working from home. Yes. Um, Agreed. And so get that out of there. You know, maybe it's, you still have the baby swing in there or the pack and play, even though your kiddos already, you know, your baby's already in their own room. And every time you see the swing, you're like, oh my gosh, I remember how miserable the newborn stage was for us. If the swing is triggering, then move the swing. Yeah. Yeah. What I hear you saying is like, you don't just want the environment to feel nice. You need your thoughts to be nice. Yes. You need your thoughts, like your thoughts and so whether that means you move stuff or you just pay attention to those thoughts and change them, whatever it is, mm-hmm. we're going, we're going mm-hmm. for a feeling of, of inviting, of relaxation. I love to teach my clients, and you know this too, that we can create our feelings with our thoughts, but thoughts. Absolutely. sometimes it's just more work to change your thoughts than to just pick that laundry up and freaking put it in the other room. Like, bye-bye. <laughs> so Absolutely. you are welcome Absolutely. to change your circumstances, my friends. Just get that sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yep, absolutely. Back in the day, two weeks ago, when we used to be able to leave to go like to a salon or a spa. Yeah. What did you feel when you walked in that space? If you, you know, have a girlfriend who's every time you walk in her house, it just feels like, (sighs) right? Like that deep sigh of relief. Yes. What, where are you in your thoughts when you're walking into that spa or into that girlfriend's house or walking into your mom's house? Like, what are those thoughts? And we want those same ones when we're walking into the relaxation space of our bedroom. I love that. Okay. To me then I'm like, okay, candle or diffuser going. Yes, I love candles. I don't know. I don't think I've heard this like scientifically talked about, but just firelight is just so Mm. grounding for me for personally. Um, and the flicker of a fire, like with all the lights out and just letting that candle go. Sometimes when my kids are in the tubby, we'll turn the lights out and put a couple candles on in the bathroom. And it just, it's interesting how their, their noise level goes down. And mm-hmm. yeah. So that's another little trick too. Obviously you need to be safe with the candles. <laughs> we don't want right. to light your house on fire. That's not going to help the coronavirus, but, um, <laughs> but natural light like that or at night, I don't know, maybe it's just a me thing, but I kind of love it. I'm honestly staring at the flicker of our um, electric fire right now. So yeah, hey, electric works too you know, for sure. All the zen. <laughs> okay, so I do want to ask, like, what? Let's. Unfortunately, the human brain does really well with knowing what will happen if we don't do all these things. And so I think it will be effective mm-hmm. for all of us to just get a little real from Brittany. Like, let's get your take on when we don't get enough sleep. What are the costs? I know we probably have some ideas, but you might be able to inform us and enlighten us a little bit on this. Yeah, definitely. So there are short-term costs like 
feeling like garbage the next day, you know, hitting snooze a thousand times, Mm. losing, losing your cool on your kids because you're too tired to be patient. Mm. Right. Those are all Mm -hmm. like those day to day type, um, impacts Mm -hmm. that come with not getting enough sleep. Mm -hmm. But when the sleep debt is what I like to call it, which is like the lack of sleep over time, when your sleep debt accrues and accrues and accrues either because, you know, you have trouble, trouble sleeping, or you have a schedule that doesn't allow for sleep, or you have a hard time shutting off your brain at night, whatever the case, when the sleep issues become chronic or long-term, the impacts are way bigger. And so there are things like, um, there's studies out right now that show that memory consolidation is happening during deep stages of sleep. So if our brains aren't getting into our REM sleep, it's harder for us to remember things. And it could even be leading to dementia, dementia and Alzheimer's, which is insanity to me, but how cool that we know that. Yeah. Right. And, and studies are still out and national Institute of health and, um, sleep foundations are obviously, you know, hard at work around these topics, but I don't know about you. I want my short and long-term memory as long as possible. Yeah. And if it means going to sleep is going to help me to, to maintain that, then let's rest. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where I say, again, if you guys are like, I know, I know I need to be better at getting sleep and you just don't do it. Work with one of us, right? Have a person in your court. If it's, if sleep's your biggest issue, go find Brittany. And if you're feeling like sleep's part of it, but it's mostly your, I don't know, mental health, then that's what I'm here for. But either way, sometimes it does take somebody in your corner to have accountability, to instruct you, to understand what is keeping you from taking that action, right? That's what we do. We look at your thoughts that are creating your feelings that are creating your actions. And so if there's actions you want to be taking that you're not, it's all happening up in your thoughts and we can find it and help you. So good. This is so fun. We got to do this again sometime. I know we'll have to do one talking all about like how to help with the, the newborns and the babies themselves. Oh, done. Kind of, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, next episode, please, please, let's do it right now. <laughs> yeah. So what in the meantime, though, where can they come find you, Brittany, if they, if they do have needs with baby and sleeping and they want to learn from your website or what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah. So um, we are on Instagram and Pinterest, a lot of blog resources on Pinterest. And our handle there is at sleeper teacher. Um, and then website is sleeperteachers.com. Um, and we try, you know, really hard to do like Instagram story Q and A's and to share sleep tips for, uh, prenatal through adults. Yeah. Um, right now we're talking a lot about working from home and, you know, the new homeschooling role we've all fallen into and mm-hmm. how to main- maintain stress, mm-hmm. um, or manage your stress to maintain your sleep rather. And, um, so find us over there cause we're here to help. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. She's so Brittany and her team, they're so present in their business. So, um, if you want to just kind of peruse their website, go there, sleeperteachers.com. And, um, her blog has genuinely like a lot of really good information. I'm so grateful for my friends that are such good experts. Thank you, Brittany, for being here with us. You've been so helpful. It's it's great to be on and you know hang in there, Mama. There, there's a lot going on right now, but use your resources and know that we're here for you. Yeah, um, and you know there is there is hope on the other side of all of this. So for sure. And if you want to work with Brittany, go check out her program. It's all on her website, right? 
You got it. Goodness gracious. Thanks again so much for being here, Brittany. You've been awesome. Okay. You guys very last, but certainly not least I due to COVID-19 and the coronavirus want to support you through this time with free live open Q and a coaching calls. What that means is that I will be introducing myself briefly, reviewing the model very briefly, and then spending the rest of an hour coaching and answering questions live, typed in questions of anybody that has questions or drama coming up on how to handle things with COVID-19. If you want to feel more calm, more peace, relief, if you want to be able to have more patience with your kids or your husband, if you want to stop hoarding and being fearful, if you want your feet to hit the ground emotionally and you need help, I've got you. I'm calm. I'm centered. I'm a life coach. The first will be the 23rd. So this coming Monday, then there's going to be another one on March 30th and another one, April 6th, all Mondays. And all of them are at 3:30 PM mountain standard time. There will be replays going out. If you can't attend live or if your children need you all of a sudden, which happens, um, and everything else you need to know about it, you will receive in a confirmation email following your registration. So you do have to be registered to attend, but I highly encourage you to hop on these coaching calls, experience coaching and get your drama figured out from somebody who loves you and cares and can help you keep in mind. You do not actually have to ask a question. You can come to the call and just observe and hear other people's questions and be more a part of this community. It's going to be, I'm inviting moms. So it's going to be a bunch of moms. I hope to see you all there. Again, the link is in my Instagram profile or in the show notes. Thanks again, Brittany from the sleeper teachers for being with us. You're amazing. And I will talk to you guys next week here on the podcast. Or if you come to the calls, I'll see you on Monday at 3.30 Mountain Standard Time. All right, take care, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. If you've been struggling and you're ready for more help, I want to invite you to book a consult with me. I offer free hour-long consults where we go over what's not working, your vision for the future of your motherhood, and how I would help you given my tools and expertise. To schedule your free consult, visit my booking page at go.oncehub.com forward slash Lizzie Langston. I fully believe that you can get to where you want to go. I'll see you on the console. But there will be three calls in total every Monday. And if you go to the link that I told you about, which is going to be in the show notes and in my Instagram profile, you will be able to sign up for all of them if you want to, or just pick a couple of them or just one of them. So that is your treat from me. I love you guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you love this podcast, do leave a review and I'll see you on the open coaching calls. Thanks again, Brittany, for coming. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. If you've been struggling and you're ready for more help, I want to invite you to book a consult with me. I offer free hour-long consults where we go over what's not working, your vision for the future of your motherhood, and how I would help you given my tools and expertise. To schedule your free consult, visit my booking page at go.oncehub.com forward slash Lizzie Langston. I fully believe that you can get to where you want to go. 
I'll see you on the console.